Yeah, yeah. Sedano and LZ with you here. Happy Halloween Eve. Yes, sir. We're Laura watching a bad me? hair movie. Laura dumped me for saying something in Spanish that I've heard every everybody in Spanish on the Spanish language station say. Was it hola? No. no. It was. Don't I, say it because I can't help it. And when in doubt, you just take it out. I'm just saying I, <laughs> I used the phrase pinche, okay, first, which you don't have to dump. And then I said when, you know, you when, you know, when I was a kid and I would do something bad, my dad would call me un cabrón. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. I've used them separately. I didn't use them together, but those words are, uh, you don't have to dump that. Let's take a poll. No. We could. Let the audience weigh in. Should this be dumped? <laughs> yeah. Let the audience weigh in. Uh, all right. It's time for a candy snake draft. We'll get back to the calls. DeMarco Farr is going to join us here in a second, too. So, Laura, how about we get some music? Just any music is fine. It doesn't matter. Halloween-ish music. It's fine. Um, and we're going to do – ooh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. Halloween right there, actually. Uh, so, we're going to do our candy snake draft. So, ladies first. Laura's going to go first. Who wants to go second? I'll go last. It's fine. Um, LZ, do you or Greg want to go second? I just Greg, put up a no. Greg, I just put an order. Go ahead. Greg, you can go second. Okay. So, there you go. So, Laura, okay. you have the first pick in our Halloween candy snake draft. It's Where a are snake you going? draft. Yes, it is a snake draft. Go ahead, Laura. George just wanted the back-to-back. <laughs> uh, Snickers. Okay. Greg? Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. LZ? M&M's. I mean, clearly I got to go Kit Kat first, right? Clearly. Yeah, I got to go Kit Kat first. And then number two, I'm going to go, because I get to go back to back. I'm going to go Twix as my number two. Uh, okay. Uh, it's LZ. So now, wait, 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 wait. Now it's LZ's turn. Because we're snaking. Turn. We're going the other yes. way. I'm going to go with Skittles next. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, you went off the chocolate board. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna go with the Skittles. Uh, I'm gonna go. All, I'm gonna go hundred grand. Hundred grand bar. Okay. You trying to lose? Nope. Anybody <laughs> out there buying? Get somebody some trick or treat. You got any hundred grand bars? Anybody else? <laughs> no, ain't nobody buying that. You're right. I'm with LZ. Yeah. All right, Laura, you get two. I get two, so we're gonna do three Musketeers. Ooh. Okay. okay. And I'm gonna go. Can I do the peanut M&M's? No. Why? There's different LZ got the M&M category. Yeah, he gets all the M&M's. Otherwise, I would have have gone with uh, with peanut butter You're dumping George. You're stealing my candy. You're just out of control this week. Sour Patch Kids, then. Okay, Sour Patch Kids. All right, fine. Uh, Greg? All right, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with a Starburst. Ooh, Starburst is a good one. Starburst is a good one. Damn it. LZ. LZ. Um, I loved hot tamales as a kid. What? Oh, hot geez. tamales? Okay. All right, you lost. Okay, George. Really, hundred grand bar? <laughs> really? I mean, hundred grand bar is still better than hot tamales, though. I, I got it. Is. Flavor, man, was the stuff. Wow, yeah, no, that's no good. I, I all right. The so I have was two fresh here. afterwards. Yeah, I have two here, right? Mm-hmm. You got two. Okay, so I'm going to go with Nestle Crunch. Underrated. Underrated candy I bar. cannot believe y'all are talking about me. You just picked Nestle Crunch and a 100,000 grand bar. As my third? Nestle Crunch is my third? Hot tamales is my third. I mean, hot tamales is terrible. And then it's I'm going to go with the old classic at number four, just a regular Hershey bar. Okay. LZ, last one. 
Oh, man. It's a snake draft. It is a snake draft. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, you know what? Nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. Oh, that's oh, a good took, one. That's oh, a good one. Took it. I thought about right, that, oh, but I went with the traditional Hershey bar. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with what most people I feel like really like. I'm going to go with a Tootsie Roll. A Tootsie, Tootsie roll? roll? That's garbage, dog. People love them. People no! Love them. Who loves Tootsie I Roll? Don't. This ain't I 1978. I'm, I'm What's wrong with you? How many All that rapper. All that rapper. And for what? <laughs> yeah. A Tootsie Roll? I I don't know anybody who's eaten a Tootsie Roll in 25 years. Or played the song. Right. That too. <laughs> <laughs> right, Laura. LZ, you're, your last, you're the last pick, right? Yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Greg was no, the no, last Laura, pick. Laura, that I am. Right. Laura, Laura. Did, oh, because Laura. No, but I thought Laura. Oh, because Laura's got three. Okay, she needs one yes, more. Yes, yeah. I need one. All right. So I know. I you have the whole board. The, the, I mean, there's a lot there still. I I think people are going to get me on this one because we're in L.A. Okay. Pero the paleta de lote with chile. I don't know what you just said to me. I know. So I, you know what? The corn lollipop with chili. Yeah, yeah. I got it. It's a Mexican it. candy. Yeah. That's what corn. it is. Yeah. You lollipop. know what? She is pandering to the audience. That's but not I like even it. fair. I, no, no, no. I like it. Inside information. Be- because what? I thought about going with like a Mexican candy and oh, I'm best. just like, do I do it? Like, do I give up Hershey bar for Butterfinger or Mexican candy? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with the traditional Hershey mm-hmm. bar in my last you know pick. Nope. But I, I Wait, like it. I like it your pick, be, Laura. It has if to I be the Beto brand. If I knew we could be ethnic, then I would have gone ethnic. <laughs> I was trying to be middle America, mm-hmm. appeal to everybody, blah, 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 blah. Nope. That's your been mistake. That was ethnic. your strategy. Nope. She, that was her strategy. It's a good strategy. Yep. So the corn, it got to be Beto brand, though. Okay, so Beto brand. You okay. guys, L.A. knows what I'm talking about, you right. know, because those guys come through. Yeah, they yeah. Got the, they got the candy. Yep. Yeah, that's yep, what it is. Yep, yep. All right, Greg, so. Greg, did you Google it? Greg, I, I are they going to no, put it? I, who's going to post this on ESPN it. Los Angeles? Uh, Carlos got it. All right, so he's got it already? Yeah, I, I wrote it all down, but I don't, I'm going to have to ask Laura how to spell that last one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in the interim, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Um, let's, let's take a couple more calls here because DeMarco's going to join us in, uh, in a couple of minutes at 5.30 to talk NFL with us. So who's next, Laura? Who is on hold next? James is in Pasadena. What's up, James? Hey, how's it going, guys? How's Old What's Town? Up, How is Old Town? Are you, do, are, are like, let me ask you this, because I haven't been up there in a long time. Is like Old Town, like, I know there's plenty of like little spots with a couple of little tables outside, right? So like, what is Old Town like right now in regards to that strip of restaurants? Well, the traffic's not as terrible, I'll tell you that much. But the, the food and the restaurants are still good, especially tonight. They'll be busy. I'm actually in the in the restaurant industry. So, yeah, the patios are booming in Old Town. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. All right, what do you got? Okay, so first, uh, the movie where Steven Seagal died, that was executive decision. Executive, executive decision. decision. I knew it was a presidential thing. There and, we go. But was, was Harrison Ford in that movie? No, Harrison Ford was not, but I believe Kurt Russell was and John Leguizamo. There we go. Yeah, yes. that's what it was. There, there was. I knew it was something like that. Thank you. Yes, that is that is that is a great call. I always love it when call. the president kicks ass while in office. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, not a scary character, but a scary movie that still gets me to this day. It's a sci-fi horror with Larry Fishburne before he came Lawrence. Um, Event Horizon. 
Ooh, I don't even mm. know that. It's old school. To this day, it still scares me. You guys should check it out. And then for Dwight, um, it, it's got to be Dwight. I'm with LZ all day. You know, we you, uh, even Amin said, you know, will it work with L.A.? Maybe. But we already know what, what we got out of Dwight. He man, y'all are expecting to get Dwight another year to play like, man, I don't know, man. I wouldn't roll the you know, dice and, on that. But he's, he's more mature now. Not only just stronger and, and more physical, you know, he's protected. Is he more mature? Didn't LeBron give him the side eye when they were up in game one and they were in, in the finals and they were all hooping and hollering and he was looking at him like, like when your mom looks at you when you do something dumb? Well, that's what the leader's supposed to do. But that was that was the biggest issue we had with him, right? There were no distractions. Where he looked he looked at him like somewhat like I just said, like when your dad used to look at me like, Oye cabrón, don't mess don't don't even dare. Yes, but okay, also, how many key offensive rebounds did he get that got us those big second chance points? You know, can we really count on Tristan to do that? Yeah. And if, I, I think so. If Tristan's going to have distractions with the Kardashians and other people. There are no distractions with the Kardashians. Lamar Odom played here and, and didn't have distractions with the Kardashians. You ask Chris Humphreys what happened in his career. I mean, that's Chris how, Humphreys. How is he going to handle the distractions in, L- in LA? You know, that's he's been living and, here and, when he's not in Cleveland. Yeah, I know, but the season, the spotlight's not on him because there's nothing going on. It's it's Tristan okay. in L.A. No one cares because he's not he's not playing here. But if he's playing here, I just I think it's a recipe for disaster. I think uh, okay. if there's anyone that can keep him under control, yeah, probably his bigger brother LeBron. But I just think it's 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 too many unknowns, too many variables where we we, we got exactly what we needed out of Dwight, and if he keeps that up, hey, it ain't break, it ain't broken. Don't fix it. Yeah. Uh- all right, James. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Stay safe out there. 877-710-ESPN. We'll get your thoughts on all that. Uh, give us your, uh, I guess, scariest movie character and uh, your thoughts on Tristan versus Dwight as LeBron uh, flirts with his uh, old partner, uh, Tristan Do you ever Thompson. think that he was flirting with them and all that to let Dwight know you can be replaced so don't try any craziness with the money? I mean, maybe. Maybe. You never know. Um, speaking of craziness, the NFL, always crazy. All sorts of stuff could happen this weekend. It is a crazy week in the NFL in regards to some of these matchups. We'll talk to DeMarco Farr about the Rams and the Dolphins and the rest of the NFL weekend slate. He's joining us in three minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Board. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yeah, happy Halloween Eve, everybody. Sedano and LZ with you here. I'm doing the dance right now. Me too, I'm doing it. I wonder if uh, DeMarco's doing it while he's uh, on the other line. DeMarco Farr, Rams on-field analyst, joins us on the Celebrity Hotline, brought to you by Morongo, play it safe. Good times. Um, Are you doing the Thriller dance right now as we speak? No, I am not doing the Thriller dance. Which one is the Thriller dance? You know, he did oh, arms you know up, what? like the zombie. No, 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 no. Don't explain to him. You know what, young no, man? What, what, Go to what, your room. What, the Thriller dance, that video's like an hour long. And? The three zombies that are doing the robot or or the the Michael Jackson iconic thriller dance, that's what you're talking about? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm specific. Yes, I can do the whole thing. I used to okay. memorize the whole video. Come on now. But I'm not was, doing it right now. I was getting ready to hop on a plane, <laughs> get an Uber, drive to your house, and snatch your black card. I am so oh, glad I don't have to do that now. Oh, good. I, I recorded that video. I watched that video out. I, I, I love that that whole era. That That is all me, LZ. So we're okay. good. Don't worry all about right. it. Right. And by the way, I'm pretty sure he's in Miami. Are, are you in Miami? I don't know. Are you traveling? Like, what is happening here? Yeah, where are Who, you? Who, me? Yeah, yeah you. No, I'm in L.A. We don't travel this year. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what the no, protocols are. No, due to COVID, we're not traveling. So okay, when okay. Uh, the Rams are on the road, we actually call the game from where you are. Where are you? Well, well I'm at home, but you're doing I, it from I'm the in studio, my bedroom. I presume. Yeah. So we call yeah. the game from the studio. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, Marco. The, the, the NFL All-29 shot. It's really, really cool. It's, uh, it's been fun. So, brother, let's just cut to it. Is Go we ahead. good? <laughs> are we are we good? No, no, no. Is we good? Are we good? Sounds is too we proper. Good? Is we good? Good? Because we got Rams good. Yeah, they're good. They're, okay, yeah, absolutely, they're good. They're five and two. No, 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 no. no. Five and two. Four of that five came against you know the worst division oh, in all of sports. No, don't buy that narrative. Look, you, you it's not a narrative. It's the record you're, you're presented with. That's it. But they're five and two. They're good. They're good enough to win five games. Five out of seven. That means you're good. All right. Okay. I mean, that's good news for me to hear, but I'm yeah. also not such a homer that I can't ignore the fact that those four wins came against four of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, you know, and I'm with you. And, I mean, I don't think – well, I think New York could have a few more wins if a few bounces went their way. I think Washington is bad. Dallas is Dallas is snake bit uh, for some reason. I mean, the NFC East, is it is what it is. But, I mean, the Rams have taken care of business. Now, the only time where you can say where they didn't – really present themselves in the best light is up in uh, Santa Clara against the 49ers. Uh, and I can't wait until they see those guys again. I bet that outcome would be a little bit different or the game would be a little bit different. And even when they didn't play their best, uh, it was still a one-score game into the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this team is, is a good football team. I think they're one of the best in the NFC. DeMarco Farr joining us here, Rams on-field analyst, friend of the program. Um, Before I get to the Tua aspect of this, uh, Brian Flores was the defensive coordinator in that Super Bowl that the Rams played the Patriots. Um, How much of a factor do you think that is? And, like, how much – like, I guess my question is, like, how does that play knowing if you're Sean McVay, knowing that that guy helped craft a defense that kind of stifled you really for the first time, at least the first time that we saw them stifled like that? Well, George, you know what I really like about Sean McVay is, uh, number one, he's, he's really into football. This is all he does, kind of like Tom Brady. He eats, sleeps, and drinks football. And the second thing I like, he's not shy about telling you that he wants some get back from teams or people that have beaten him. So uh, he didn't mention Brian Flores by name, but, I mean, if you mention the Super Bowl, the smile goes completely off his face. So uh, this is uh, another person that I guess was around the scene of the crime. So, look, it's a completely different offense, completely different year. Um, So whatever New England did to stop the Rams' offense, that was then, this is now. And, Look, Miami doesn't have Danny Shelton to blow up your offensive line this year. This is going to be completely different. But Brian Flores, I guess, is a guy that's had success. Uh, I don't know if that's going to help his defenders when they watch film, uh, when they see what the Rams are doing this year. But, yeah, I mean, there was a plan out there to 
stop the Rams. I, I think that was more of 2019. This is 2020. Uh, Jared Goff is a, a, a better quarterback than he was two seasons ago. So we'll see what wrinkles they have in Miami to, to try to slow down what the Rams are doing on offense. You know, Jared Goff is a better quarterback than what we've seen in years past. I know what I see that's differently, but you play the game. Can you tell the listeners what you see that's making him so much better this year than in years before? Well, the thing that jumps out, LZ, to me is his pocket awareness. Uh, the way that he's finding dead spots within the pass rush uh, to, to get the ball out, or at least dead the football if the defense has you dead to rights. And he's starting to scramble a little bit more uh, on these little boots. Last season and seasons before, if when they roll him out, if there wasn't a receiver, then he kind of got stuck with that deer in headlights look and didn't know what to do. Now he's attacking the line of scrimmage. So that's a sign of maturity. That's a sign of a quarterback that's understanding the situation. Uh, going back to that game in San Francisco when nothing was going right and you got to a third and – I think it was nine where you had to have it, and the 49ers had everybody covered up, and Jared Goff scrambled with the football to pick up the first down. I mean, that that's elite quarterback stuff. That's a guy that understands the game and understands the situation. So he's getting better. You know, and going back to when they were drafted, when you were debating between Jared Goff and, and Carson Wentz, they said about year five, Jared Goff will start to separate from Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz w- would have beaten himself up. Uh, by now. And I think that stuff is starting to happen. So, you know, he's still getting better. He still has things he can improve upon. But, yeah, he's a whole lot better than he was in 2018 and 2019. DeMarco, two more before we let you go. And thank you for taking the time. DeMarco Farr with us here, Rams on Field Analyst. Uh, How much of an advantage is it, or what kind of an advantage is it, that it leaked out almost two weeks ago uh, that Tua was going to be the guy? Uh, Because the Dolphins didn't announce it. That was broken in, in the media. Um, what kind of an advantage is that in regards to preparation is in your estimation? Well, I, I don't know how you prepare for a lefty. You don't have a lefty on the roster. Uh, you know, everything you're doing uh, as far as preparation is with a right-handed guy. So the first time you see a lefty is going to be on game day. That's pretty damn scary. And look, this guy, this is what I like about Tua and the situation there and why I think Miami did the right thing by putting him in now. Uh, he went from day one of training camp as the three. Within a month, he moved up to two. Right before they played Seattle, he was the backup. Less than a month later, they handed him the job, which means he must have been lights out on the practice field and in the meeting rooms. Uh, so he is going to be ready to play, and they're going to have confidence in him. So it, it's going to be tough. You're going to have to learn on the job. Facing a lefty is not easy. Everything is backwards. So all the routine plays, the things you do by rote, are now backwards. So it'll take the Rams a half a quarter, maybe more, to – understand that everything's coming from the other side now. But Miami's offensive line isn't that good, but eventually once you draw a beat on what they're doing, I expect Aaron Donald and company to get pressure on Tua. DeMarco, before we let you go, what are your top three Halloween candies in the far household? Ooh, uh, Reese's, the, the Reese cups. And I don't mean the small one. Give me the full-size Reese cups or the king size. So that's number one. Okay. Snickers is always acceptable in my house. And then I'll go boring. Uh, I hope LZ doesn't hang up on me. Just the, the plain old Hershey chocolate. Okay. The plain old Hershey chocolate the, bar. Traditional. I can, yeah. I can eat yeah. those all day. Yeah. I'm not going to hang up on you. You know, you can't well, come you, over for Halloween, you, you but I'm not going to hang up on you. You're my black card because, you, you know, you, you didn't think I'd throw it. 
<laughs> you the one that said, what, what do you mean, Thriller? And it's an hour long. And I'm like, going, those are all There's slights. So many dances in Thriller. Be specific. Huh. You should be able to do them all. Yeah. Non-stop. Like, oh, there you, you go. Like he Wars. wants to be versatile, DeMarco. That's like saying, do you like Star Wars? Well, which one? <laughs> Star Wars, baby. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, DeMarco Farr with us here, Rams on field analyst. Of course, the Rams will be taking on the Dolphins this weekend. And, of course, you can catch all the action right here on 710 ESPN. Kickoff will be at 10 a.m. And coverage will begin at around 8 a.m. here on the station. Thank you, brother. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, fine, you sir. Got it. Go Rams. Go Dodgers, baby. Yes. Take care, man. Don't See forget ya. the Lakers. Did you yeah. get the Lakers? Yeah, don't forget the Lakers. Speaking of Lakers, we'll get back to the calls. People want to weigh in on this Dwight versus Tristan thing as it's LeBron. It's like the callers versus Sedano thing because they're all picking Dwight. <laughs> yeah, well, but Amin picked uh, Tristan, so I have him on my side. He's That's my true. goldfish, like in Jerry Maguire. Um, <laughs> so, all right, but we'll get back to your calls at 877-710-ESPN, plus your scariest movie character. We didn't ask DeMarco that. We should have asked him that. Uh, and your favorite Halloween candies, 877-710-ESPN. But coming up next, LZ, I want to talk a little Dodger. And we've got Julio Urias and why he is a star on the rise. And Cody Bellinger with an admission on Jimmy Kimmel. All that coming up next in Dos Minutos. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. LZ? Who did that? Who is this? Who this is like this? sounds like a show tune, though. Where is this from? Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh, that's Ben Midler. Oh. Yeah. I was like, who did that to that fabulous Nina Simone song? That's all. Stop it did, them. The, the, but the voice was familiar, so that's why I was like, who is it that's singing it? I knew the song. I just didn't know the voice of who was singing it. And then when you said Hocus Pocus, then I knew it was Ben Midler. Okay. I didn't Best really know she sang movie. until, you know, Wind Beneath My Wings. I mean, that song, though, dog. That still gets you every time. I've seen so many people ball into that song at uh, different events over my life. Good it's, Lord. A, it's a killer, man. It gets in there. It does. Because if you really listen to the lyrics, they're so poignant. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Right there. Yeah. They're right there. Like, ah. Yeah. Um, all right. So the poll is up. Who drafted the best Halloween candy? Sedano. Myself. Sorry. I didn't mean to refer to myself in the third person. I was just reading. Uh, myself. Sorry. LZ. Uh, Laura or Greg, and here's what we've got. Laura was the first pick. She she had Snickers, Three Musketeers, Sour Patch Kids, and Vero Elotes Chili Lollipop, okay? She went, uh, she pandered, she pandered, and I like it. I like it. It, been, it was the move I considered, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, next, Greg went with Reese's, as in the cups, I would imagine, right? Because it just says Reese's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Right. 100 Grand Bar, Starburst, Tootsie Roll. Yo, dog, that's the worst one. <laughs> I don't even need to see the rest of them on paper. <laughs> Great. No, what that's the, the best one. It, Reese's wins. It doesn't even matter what Yeah, but the rest is trash. Wins. Oh, nah. All right, whatever. Uh, you got a 100 Grand Bar, dog, with your second pick. Yeah. All right, LZ had M&M's is strong. Skittles is strong. Hot tamales. Mm. Butterfinger, though, was a good pull at the end. It was. Um, 
Then I had Kit Kat, Twix, Nestle Crunch, and Hershey Bar. Those were my four. So you can I'm vote. Good. You can vote right now um, at ESPN Los Angeles, and you can vote for the winner. Uh, we we will get just kind of people going. I will retweet it. Uh, right, I will retweet it and uh, and and just kind of see how this goes. We will. I'm we very will keep confused by up. this Three Musketeers appearance by Laura here. Panicked because I wanted Twix and Sedona took it. Oh, see, I stole it. I he stole, stole it. it from me. I was like, no. I was like, uh, 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 three Musketeers. How long have you been involved with sports? Do you not have a draft board? Yeah. With the Venn diagram, if, when, then, and all no. that stuff. I go in intuition, man. Right out the top of my head. Yeah. Will your head give you three Musketeers? Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm beating you, so I'm good. I mean, Wait. it's early. There's like 30 <laughs> votes to this thing. Yeah, there's like 30 votes. It's not. It, on, let me see what's going on. Let me take here. my it's early win, returns man. right now. Early returns. <laughs> early returns. Well, I'm looking at. Oh, I got eight percent. Yeah. Five, but you got 5.1 on my on my thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking here. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sedano's got 52 percent. What did you get? That's mm-hmm. so damn good. Yeah. I mean, I just got traditionals. I got traditional can the chalk. Ch- people love chocolate on Halloween. You don't be messing with no Starburst and, and stuff like that. You give them chocolate. When I was a kid and I would go to the, somebody's house, it would be like, if I got chocolate, I was good. If you gave me like Starburst and stuff, I'd be like, whatever. Like, but if you if you gave me candy corn, I'd never go back to your house. But never. If, if, if you gave me chocolate, I was in. T- please tell me, Greg, you don't like candy corn. Because if you like candy corn and mint chocolate, we're going to have problems. Look, I don't eat just straight uh, candles, okay? I'm not having a candy corn. Okay. It's okay. a candle, isn't it? What about- it is. That's all it is. It's a candle. You're Laura, eating wax. Candy what corn? About- no, hell no. But okay. what about black licorice? I don't like licorice, period. Okay, no. me neither, yeah. So it's not my thing. Hmm. I don't I like do red like vines. The, I don't like Twizzler. I, like, I, do I don't like, like licorice. I don't like any. You know what my mom used to say about um, Twizzlers? She used to call it Caramelo de Bobo. I love that when you say that. You say Caramelo de Bobo. <laughs> Which means? That means, a, you know, a, a silly person's candy. That ain't real candy. Come yeah. on. So, anyway. Mm. Uh, all right. 877-710-ESPN if you want to hop aboard. 877-710-3776. So, LZ, mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger was on Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, it was actually Kershaw who was on Jimmy Kimmel. And they kind of zoomed in. Uh, Cody Bellinger, and they just called in to ask basically one question, and Cody Bellinger answered that question. Hit it, Laura. And Cody, do people tell you you're high all the time? You look like you're high. Uh, hey, you froze at the perfect. Can y'all hear me? If I put up the picture that uh, I, I I was because this is a picture that made the rounds, and then I and yes, put the other picture up there, please. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Spicotti Bellinger we've got there. I am not high during the games, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So he's not high. He says that's his normal face, that you could see pictures of him when he was eight years old and he has that same look on his face, LZ. So he's he's not partaking in the recreational, is what he's saying. I've never been more disappointed in Cody than that moment. You might as well just cup clean, right? Hey, man, it's recreational here. And I was like, what do you mean you're not high during the games? Come on, man. Live a little. Yeah. You got 162 of them. Yeah. No one's going to notice if you, like, you blazed out on a couple. Like, you just wait till you, like, you know, face it like the Phillies or something. Then light up and be like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Um, And then I I wanted to talk about Julio Urias. There's a great story. Was he high during the games too? 
No, he's not. Um, he's just ice cold during the games. Okay. Uh, Julio Urias, great story on Dodgers.com today about Urias. And it talks about just like how cool, calm, and collected. I know we talked about this a little bit the other day. But like how cool, calm, and collected he is. Like think about the high leverage situations that they put him in, LZ. And just like the pressure-packed moments that they put him in. And it was literally like ice in his veins. Like he just mowed people down. Let me just give you some of these numbers to really put it into context, okay? Okay. He appeared in six games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in 23 innings, allowed three earned runs for a 1-1-7 ERA. He held opponents to a 138 batting average, okay? To a 179 on base a 263 slugging percentage and struck out 29 batters on only four walks. To put it in even further context, it's the fourth best ERA in a single postseason by a Dodger pitcher who logged at least 20 innings. The guys above Urias, number three was Oral Hirschheiser at a 1.05, right? <laughs> pretty good. Burt Hooten in 1981, right? 0.82. Mm-hmm. And of course, the GOAT. Right? Sandy Koufax, 1965, wow. 0.38. Those are the only three players in Dodger history who logged more than 20 innings in a postseason and did better than him. Not bad. Not bad at all. Now, we have to start asking ourselves some difficult questions. Let's save those questions for the other side. Is that cool? I'm, I, listen, I'm going to eat some candy corn and wait for you. Okay, and we will take your calls. We'll get back into LeBron is flirting with Tristan Thompson. He's a free agent. Dwight's a free agent. Who you want? Do you want LeBron to keep flirting with Tristan? Or do you want him to show some love to Dwight? 877-710-ESPN. Plus what you need to know, including Zach Kelly Kapowski, Lisa Turtle. They're all coming back. We'll talk about that in a second as well. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we'll get back to your calls here in a second at 877-710-ESPN. LeBron flirting with Tristan. Mm-hmm. Tristan or Dwight, both are free agents. Plus, the NBA is at a crossroads. We'll have that for you in a couple of minutes, so stick around for that because we don't know when the hell the season's going to start, but there's a fight about it, and we'll get to that. Uh, speaking of fighting and being mad, uh, LZ, yesterday, sure. as I told you, uh, I, and you knew this, I was at the pro day for Clutch Sports, which was Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Maxey. Anthony Edwards is very possibly the number one pick in the draft out of Georgia. Reminds people of Dwayne Wade, uh, who and he played for the same coach that Dwayne played for in college. Dwayne went to Marquette and co- was coached by Tom Crean. Anthony Edwards uh, coached Victor Oladipo at Indiana and now Anthony Edwards at Georgia. And Tyrese Maxey at Kentucky, and we all know these Kentucky kids for the most part can play. So apparently, according to reports in the New York Post today, some agents were, quote, unhappy with the setup at Anthony Edwards and Tyrese Maxey's Pro Day. Quote, according to a source, some agents were unhappy with the setup, feeling it was unwarranted exposure for Rich Paul's clients, but the NBA let it go on. Here's what I would say to that, and I'd love to get your thoughts. 
I'll just tell you this, man. Just because Rich Paul and those dudes are playing chess and the rest of you are playing checkers, that's on you, okay? Now, normally, LZ, these pro days, kids are being flown to, to, to teams to work out or teams are coming to them, right? But with COVID, what Rich Paul and Clutch decided to do was put it on TV and allow everyone to watch. And, of course, they, they, what they did was they showed that they are – they're a family, right? Like all their guys showed up: LeBron, Draymond, yep. Trey yep. Young, uh, Tristan, KCP. yeah, KCP, AD. They were all there to support these two young men, and I just think that's really smart marketing. That show of power. So if other agents want to be mad, that's your damn fault. You didn't think of doing that. You hate me because you ain't me. That's all it is, man. They're getting outsmarted, right? And they feel as if. There's an area that they thought that they owned that some insurgents coming in and taking over. And they're false on two occasions. First, you don't own this market. And two, they aren't insurgents. And as soon as they accept that, then they can be able to catch up in terms of how to better market themselves. But as long as they're hating and ain't learning, they're just going to be constantly tweeting about what's not happening while, you know, Clutch makes it happen. Right. Listen, again, they're play- Clutch is playing chess and y'all are playing checkers, the other agents. And that's that's your fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just it. So, and, and look, I'm, now I'm sure there'll be maybe another agency that will at least want to consider doing the same thing and putting their guys pro day on TV for the rest of the world to watch. But it, now it's going to look like a copycat. You know what I mean? No matter what yeah. now. But maybe you still do it for the exposure. I don't know. You know what Man, I mean? By, what would then, you by then, Rich Paul will be sending like, chips that you can put into your computer and you get a hologram of the workout in your own house. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, he, he yeah. moved on by then. Yeah, they they were on the cutting edge and good for them. There's no doubt about that. Uh, next, LZ, Save by the Bell is back. Lisa Turtle, uh, A.C. Slater, uh, Zach Morris, Kelly Kapowski, and Jesse Spanos, everyone but Screech, is back in the new version of of Saved by the Bell as they are now older, their parents. Uh, Mario Lopez, I believe, is the principal in the movie now, or in the show on the show now, and it's going to be on the Peacock Network, the NBC streaming service, which you can then uh, add to your uh, smart TV or your Apple TV or your Roku or whatever device you have. LZ, are you in on the new Saved by the Bell? I wasn't in on the old Saved by the Bell. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't my thing. I'm really? sure it's fine. I love. You know, I, I, I'm a fan of Mario's. Right. Um, I'm a fan of you know Matthew Cherry, the director who's involved with the project. Um, but it just wasn't my thing when I was younger. Right. So if it's not your thing when you're younger, it's hard for it. you to catch up at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Um, I I loved it. I watched it every Saturday. It was my thing. Uh, hell, I remember when they did the uh, one summer they did like a beach house, which by the way, the beach house they used. Um, for that that summer season or whatever they did, uh, was right there in Hermosa Beach. It's literally right on the uh, on the strand. Uh, the house is still there and looks like the house from back in the '90s still uh, on Hermosa Beach. You can rent that house out actually. Um, Malibu Sands Beach House, by the way. Yes, right. And Leah Remini was the uh, was the actress that came in as the uh, her, like her father ran the, the the hotel or whatever it was that they were at. Uh, so, Greg, you in on Saved by the Bell? Yes or no? One hundred percent. I'm going to watch every single episode, and I'll be happy to do it. Okay, Laura. Of course, I used to not miss that on Saturdays. 
Okay, so there you go. So we're in on Saved by the Bell. Next, LZ, and last thing before we move on back to the calls and talk about the NBA uh, and their crossroads that they're at with their players about trying to restart the season. The Mandalorian is back. LZ, are you Mm -hmm. excited for another season of Baby Yoda? Absolutely. Unlike Scotty Cap, I am excited to see it. I know what it is. I was thrilled that they introduced Yoda in that capacity and that he had a sense of humor. Yeah, Baby Yoda (laughs) was pretty damn impressive. How many memes of Baby Yoda did you see in the first season of Mandalorian? Oh, God, like so many, right? Like there were were talks about him being nominated for an Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Yoda was pretty badass. That whole – that season, I watched – I, it took me two times to wa- to watch it just because I was watching it usually late at night, so mm-hmm. just two sittings. Um, but I went through those eight episodes or whatever very quickly for the most part. Yeah, it's fantastic. After I get done watching this bad, you know, Killer Weave movie mm-hmm. on Hulu, then I'm going to be <laughs> down with the Mandalorian. <laughs> Have you seen 537 Votes, though, on HBO yet that I recommended? My guy, Billy Corbin. It's on my list. I got okay. a lot of stuff to catch up on. I was okay. moving for a week, remember? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yes. We do remember that. All right. Yes. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good time. So, LZ, before we get to the calls here, and Max going to join us at 615, we got our picks versus the spread at 630. And by the way, here's the deal. Greg, we're still giving away those coolers, right? Yes, we are. So, here's the deal. At 630, we do our picks versus the spread. We allow one person in the audience to join us. That person automatically already wins. They win a cooler from Corona that is worth $200. It ain't just no run-of-the-mill cooler. This is not the one you're buying at Vons or Ralph's. Like, this is a big mama jamma, okay? And uh, you will win that, and then you get to play with us. So here's how we're going to do it. For those that aren't familiar with the game, we pick five games, all right? And the five games are picks against the spread. And what you do is... You assign a confidence vote to each one of those games, but you can only use the number once. For example, the game you are most confident in of those five games, you assign it the number five. The game you are least confident in as you pick against the spread, you assign it a one, and so on and so forth. The five games this week, for someone that wants to participate with this or with us on this in about 25 minutes, here are the games. Rams minus 3.5 at the Dolphins. Ravens minus 3.5 versus the Steelers. Chargers, minus 2.5 at the Broncos. Raiders at the Browns. The Browns are 2.5-point favorites. The Saints, 5.5-point favorites at the Bears. Those are the five games. So at 6.30, we're going to ask for a caller, and whoever wins will get the cooler and then play with us. And if you beat us, you come back the next week. That's how it works. All right, so LZ, before we get to the calls on Tristan and Dwight, the Mm -hmm. NBA is at a bit of a crossroads uh, at this point. So the league and the owners want to come back on December 22nd. And look, it makes all the business sense in the world to do that, right? Because you don't want to cede control to Christmas to uh, S- Sneaky Goodell over there. You know what I mean? Is and, he sneaky? I mean, he, he kind of sneaky sometimes. Okay. Um, and then the other part of it is this. And this is what just got dropped recently uh, out there by Mark Stein of the New York Times, our pal that the players want to play Martin Luther King Day. That's when they want to start. So Stein reported that if that's the case, then the NBA will only play 50 games as opposed to the 72 that they can play if they start a month or so earlier, okay? 
So that's a pretty big difference as far as what you're getting in your check every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? If you're a player. So that's already a, uh, a, a reason to start sooner if you're the NBA or if you're the players. Now, it is a negotiation, and Michelle Roberts, the players' rep, um, she represents the players. She's probably going to want something in return. So what do you make of the, the two sides and kind of where they're at, and what would you want in return if you were Michelle Roberts for an earlier start? Uh, man, so... I would, if I were Michelle Roberts, I would probably try to convince my membership that starting at Christmas was the best of all the options, both monetarily as well as just positioning in terms of trying to regain some of the footing you may have lost over this past year globally. Right. Right. It's because we can't forget about what happened in China, but not Correct. just China. I mean, yeah. it was like, it was a global crippling of the brand. Correct. And the sooner you get back to sort of reestablishing your place, the better. So I I would probably try to convince them to start this year as opposed to next year. Um, as far as concessions concerned, if you can't get that, um, God, what would be the best way? I would probably... Like, like, like what I'm going to ask you is this. Like, they want to play... In January, but the league has been like, all right, well, if you want to play in January, everybody's going to make less money because we're only going to play like 50-something games. Right, right. Um, so if you're, going to, if you're going to play the 72 and you start earlier, and by the way, there are teams, and I talked to a couple of guys yesterday at that pro day who haven't played since March, right, because they weren't in the bubble, and those guys are like chomping at the bit to get back, you know, and actually play basketball. So I don't know if it's going to be universal, with the players as far as wanting to start in January. However, um, if you were Michelle Roberts, what concession would you want to make? Would you try to make a monetary concession? Would you try to make a honestly, honestly though, scheduling but, concession like back to backs or what? I like I think the back to backs are are going to be a natural part of how they schedule out anyway because it's not this isn't the baseball and this isn't the NFL. They don't have an adversarial relationship. Right. So I was simply, if I were Michelle Roberts, just tell the guys, look, starting in December around Christmas is the best option for our league, for you personally on a financial level, for the branding, and to take advantage of as many holidays and viewership opportunities as possible. Mm -hmm. You don't need concessions to tell someone to take the best option. You just need right. to convince them it is the best option. That's fair. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right, so let's go to the phones. 877-710-ESPN. LeBron's flirting with Tristan. Tristan and Dwight are free agents. Who do you want? Who would you rather have? What is your favorite Halloween candy? And who is the scariest movie character in a horror movie? Josh is in Highland Park. Josh, how are you? First of all, uh, ain't no problem playing ball stone. I mean, the 86 Mets won a World Series. Come on, bro. High off their asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and it wasn't just, we're not talking about marijuana. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. That, my, my mom only said don't play ball in the house. No one said nothing about getting stoned. Exactly. Uh, and and we're, we're also, where's the love for the Almond Joys? I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not a coconut <laughs> chocolate person. Like, I like coconut oh, man, my, and... My, I like coconut and chocolate. I don't like them together. Oh, my dad had me convinced I was allergic to coconut just so he could snatch those from me. I mean, I, your I, dad's I a goat. Until I was like a teenager. 
I, you know, I don't know much of that. I, I got to say, I would probably go with Dwight Howard because he's Hollywood, man. Everybody likes the redemption story, character arc. You know, it's all there with him. Um, uh, you know, I, I like that personally. Um, as far as horror movies, uh, I got to go. I got three right here. I gotta go, Candyman. I mean, I I I couldn't look in the mirror the same for for years <laughs> after that movie came out. Uh, uh, the, that that scary girl from The Ring. Uh, like the who, ring. Who, I couldn't turn my back on a TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I grew up a Knicks fan, so you can add uh, Jim Dolan to that list too. As, yeah, uh, one of the yeah, yeah. Horror, he, he is the biggest I've ever seen in my life. He's the biggest boogeyman of all of them, uh, Jim Dolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's uh, he's he's the scariest one. But uh, yeah, and a terrible musician to too. All right, Josh. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, he. he I, I'm not. I, I haven't really um, sampled much of his music. But, I did because uh, I wanted to be informed, and I was like, "Bruh, you really screwing up the Knicks so you can do this?" Yeah. Are you kidding me? You ain't Mariah yeah. Carey, dog. You better get in there, fix that team. What's wrong with you? Let's go to K in L.A. What's up, K? Hey, what's up? How's it going? What's up? Deepest creepers. What's Jeepers that? Creepers. Oh, Jeepers That's a good choice. Creepers. That's a good choice, bro. That's a good choice right there. Did we lose him? No. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, with this going in underground and all that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not a, that's, that's a different one. Um, I don't think that ter- – did that terrify you, though? I mean, it depends on your age. I mean, by the time I we saw true. we were that older, true. right? Yeah, right. I was older. That, is, that does play a factor for sure. That does play a factor. Laura, what happened? No, I, I didn't, wasn't terrified. How old were you when that movie came out? I was pretty young. I remember my dad, Creepers, like, he's Creepers. like, if you could sit through this, you're good. And I'm 2001, like, Laura. How old yeah. were you? Oh, man. I was like, it's sixth just grade. math, girl. Sixth grade. It's just 20 years old. Okay. Like, 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. But didn't, you didn't feel I hate like, math. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, though. I mean, but it is an interesting submission. Um, it is. Yeah. I, I could see if you're young, that, that could be scary, though. Jamil yeah. is in Gardena. What's up, Jamil? Sedano, brother, how have you been, man? Long time no see. My dude, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. LZ, nice to talk to you finally as well. My, uh, as, uh, thank you. What's up, brother? Man. Oh, man, I'm all what right. What you got for uh, us? What's I'm good? Ha- What's good? You know what? I'm actually happy. Uh, it's been a while, Sedano. Like, thank you for the shout out um, after I met you that day because um, that actually was the highlight of my week. Um, oh, thank you, brother. That was cool. It was good to meet you. Yeah, they moved you from the uh, to the from the, like the middle of the morning to the evening, so it's like perfect because I can hear you when I get off work now. Nice, right? Um, as far as uh, Dwight Howard, Tristan Thompson, I'm definitely sticking to Dwight. Uh, he's just more versatile. He's more uh, athletic than Tristan Thomas. Um, man, y'all still think this is like Dwight from 2012, Dog, man. we like, just watched Dwight, man. I don't man. know what you're doing, man. I saw I, Dwight get I, run I, off the damn floor I, in two I, series. Honestly, I, I told you before we even started, you weren't going to win this, man. Nobody I, I, who okay, saw I'm those a, two dudes play is looking at Dwight Howard and Tristan Thompson saying it's a draw. Yeah, Nobody's a, doing that but you. Well, <laughs> and Amin, and Amin who actually worked for a team. And Amin eventually said... My points were right that Dwight no, is he did bigger. Not. He no, did he too. did not. He no, said he, he was bigger, he stronger, you, and he had better hops. He was a he better said rim that protector. That was your only good point, is what he said. He said the other two he wasn't feeling. Yeah, and the other one was Kardashian. So come on, stop. <laughs> you want? I'm gonna put up a poll. Damn it! You did put up a poll. You're getting killed. You're gonna put up a separate no, poll. No, I didn't put up a poll. Man, look on at Twitter. 
If, if, if no one said Tristan Thompson on Twitter. Nobody. No, I didn't put up a poll. No, the social did. Social like put out the put out the oh, ass. Did they? Oh, I didn't know. I, I, I yeah. was saying I was. And like that. literally, I checked. Like no one is saying Tristan Thompson except okay. for you. And y'all half gonna of be mean. wrong when Rob Palinka comes out and and they all get and and Tristan Thompson's on this team and Dwight's not. We're gonna then what? We, what are you gonna say? I'm gonna say what I said at the beginning okay. that I'll be good if Tristan Thompson's on the team. I just think that Dwight is better for us. Okay, I, we got to stop talking because Karen's got a, a lot of stations she's got to <laughs> talk to. Uh, so we're going to talk to Mac next. We'll take more of your calls. We got picks versus the spread.